you're locked into the Despirito Team Real Estate Show with host and top realtor Emilio Despirito on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. We're talking with industry leaders about real estate trends, money making tips, and advice on buying and selling the American dream. Now, here's Emilio Despirito. Hey, good morning. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm Emilio Despirito, and this is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show. We're here with you every Sunday at 10 a.m. on News Radio 920 and 104.7 FM. And if you did not know, you can also watch videos from our show and exclusive content on our Facebook channel. Make sure to go to facebook.com backslash Despirito Team to see everything there as well. So, We've got a great show for you today. We've got uh, some, some pretty awesome guests in the studio with us right now is Matt Bates. Matt, welcome back to, to the show, my friend. Good morning. Happy Sunday, everybody. Hey, good morning. So, um, so I'm actually calling in remotely. I can't be in the studio right now. I'm actually at home with my baby. He's got a fever for four days. So uh, you guys can hear me good, I'm sure. Um, I'd like to thank Jack, our producer, and Jade, our marketing director, for making this all possible. And uh, Matt, thanks for being here with us today. You got it, man. Mm. So, you know, Matt, we are, we're in February right now, and we're hearing a lot of people talking about how they want to buy, how they want to sell, and they want to do all of this for spring, right? So. I've been thinking about this and the more like the, the more and more and the more years I get into real estate, I realize that when people are talking about selling or buying in the spring, their actual timing might be off a little bit. So let me explain what I mean by that. Right now in Rhode Island, the typical listing is on market for 53 days, which is pretty fast, by the way. Anytime homes sell under 150 days on market, that's the seller's market. So homes are selling in 53 days before they get the offer. But keep in mind, that's only until they go pending, right? What happens after they go pending, Matt? It goes to you. It goes to the lender, and you've got to go through underwriting. The time on market could be what? Between 45 and 60 days with a traditional lender, correct? Yeah, that's, that's pretty accurate, yep. Okay, great. Now, not now. There's, there's, you know, different programs where people can get financing as soon as 14 days with Movement Mortgage, but we're not specifically talking about that program either. So, yeah. So traditionally, 45 to 60 days. So when we look at this, and somebody says, "Hey, I want to be on the market in the spring," okay, the best advice they can get is if they want to be on the market in spring then they should hit the March market, okay? But the most important question is, because the March is the pre, is like, you know, the start of spring market, but the question is, when do you want to be sold? When do you want your home sold? So if people say, I want it to have my home sold in May, if you want your home sold in May, when we take the 53 days on market before a home goes pending, in 45 to 60 days to close, at the best case scenario, you're going to be closing in the beginning of May, it's pretty crazy to think about it like that, but that's how real estate rolls. So they're going to be closing in the beginning of May. So if your goal is to close in May or June, you're going to want to be preparing your home for sale right now. And Keep I, in mind too. It, oh, go ahead, Matt. I was going to say, I was, I, I was going to say, with people that don't like, don't buy and sell on a regular basis, like a lot of people in the industry, you know, move all the time and they're always buying and selling houses and you know, it's what they do. But then for the average 
resident, they're, they're not buying and selling on a yearly or double or every two years or whatever. They're, they're selling after 10 years of being at this house, five years of being at this house. Maybe some of them are selling after being there for 20 years. So there's this whole like getting, packing up your house and decluttering and, and throwing out things and, and preparing the landscaping and fixing anything that's wrong with the house that you don't, you weren't like, you weren't really even thinking about that when you say, okay, I want to buy and sell. Like, okay, what does that really mean? You got to, you might have all these things that you have to do before you even get to the selling point. So if you start the process now, you, you, you'd be in good shape for spring. But if you wait till spring, you're actually selling in the summer market. You're always, you gotta, yeah. you gotta, you gotta hedge for all those, all those issues. 100% correct, Matt. Well said. Exactly. So, you know, and, the, and it's not, by the way, the days and age of just slapping your house on the market and, and having it sell, it doesn't work like that anymore. You know, when you look at sellers that either A, get the wrong advice or that say, hey, look, I'm just going to go ahead and hire whatever realtor, put the house on the market. No, you have to, you have to make sure that you're preparing your home for sale. So I want you to walk up to your home with like a stranger's eyes. And I know that might be kind of hard to do. I think you should have a friend or a family member over that doesn't normally come to your house. Somebody that's going to tell you legit straight up how it is. And if they don't want to do it, I'll do it. I'll be the bad guy. No, I'll, I'll be the good guy. I'll be helping you. But um, you got to have fresh eyes on your home and they have to look at it. You have to make sure that your home appears well, that it's, staged correctly. And by staged, I mean, you know, that the, the, the photos are going to show the room for what it is. You can't have a ton of clutter. That takes time and it takes energy. And it's a pain in the rear to do sometimes when you have a lot of stuff in the house. But my clients love the fact when we do this, we walk through the house with them room by room. And we say, hey, listen, we're going to have three piles. Let's help you get organized. You're going to be moving anyways, right? So we're literally like a moving consultant as well, right? <laughs> With some of the many hats we wear. So we're Therapist, walking through room movie. by room. We go in the dining room, Matt, and we say, hey, listen, in here, you've got this huge hutch, right? The hutch is taking up the entire wall. Well, buyers now that are moving into a, a home like this, they don't want a hutch, right? So what we're going to do is we're going we're gonna to move that hutch and we're going to store that in the basement. And sometimes people are like, oh, my hutch, my china. Well, it's not, we want to get you the most money for the house. So these little subtle things we could do to make the rooms look bigger, but also to appeal to the buyers that are coming in today is what we need to do to sell your home at a faster time frame and for a higher price. And people may say, Emilio, you're crazy. No, I'm not crazy. I'm experienced. And I know how to sell real estate. If you want to get it done right, you're not going to hire the agent that's the yes man or the yes woman. That's Fire it. them right away. If somebody says yes, yes, yes to everything you say, they either A, don't have the experience, or B, they're not being straight up with you. Right, Matt? That's it. And, and you know, a lot of people gripe about not, you know, maybe getting taken it, not taking advantage of it, but maybe they didn't get the best deal or they didn't get the most money for the house or they were disappointed you know, because they didn't have somebody to go through them and, and be real with them about, you know, you got to move the hutch because the hutch is leaving with you because it's that important to you. And somebody's going to come in with a new hutch or a new piece of furniture and they need to see where it's going to fit. So if, you know, yep. you're, you're, you're helping yourself by, by, you know, decluttering and moving out some of the stuff that is going to hide whatever real features there are selling points. And, you know, it might be easier to give a buy it might be easier for a buyer to give the price that they that you want as a seller because 
you were listening to the advice of it. And it, it, it does take time. Sometimes it takes storage units and you have to like, you know, remove it from the house completely because you may not have space yeah. for it anywhere else. That takes exactly. a moment where you have to like schedule that and have someone come and help you move it. And, you know, there's there's a lot going on there. But if you put in that work and you put in that preparation, you'll get the money that you you you, you want out of it. And and you know if it's helping move a piece of furniture and you need somebody to pick it up, we're two strong guys. We can figure out how to get it out the house. You know, so yeah, what, a, what um, a great guy. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. True. You know, so there's three piles, Matt, that people need to do. It's keep, uh, throw away, or donate. So that that's really three piles you should have. Keep throw away or donate, and I would say there's a fourth pile, store. And some people have a basement they can store stuff in. We actually have laborers. We can actually go to someone's house and uh, move stuff around, put it in a storage unit, no problem at all. So we have all those contacts to get you through this, and we will. But I want to talk about a real situation here, and this could happen to anybody, right? So you want to sell in May. You want to relocate. You want to be out of you know Rhode Island, or you want to be in your new house by May or June, right? That process has to start right now, okay? So we go through that entire thing, but I want you to know the reality of this situation, and it's this. And, Matt, you can attest to this. There are about 10% of transactions that fall through. Now, that's a rough estimate. I don't know if that's the exact number. I'm just saying, from my experience, as somebody that sells a lot of homes, okay, there is 10% that you cannot control at all, okay? There are things that happen in transactions, and it might now be actually maybe 5 or 7%. You know, it's, it's a smaller number, but literally one out of 10 transactions, there's always something that pops up. It just happens. It could be a title issue. It could be an appraisal issue. It could be inspection issues. It could be that people aren't uh, agreeing on repairs, which, you know, would fall under the inspection issues. Um, buyer and seller aren't agreeing on repairs or credit. And it could be financing. You can tell buyers, don't go out and buy a new car. Don't go out and buy new furniture. Keep those credit cards low. You can tell them that, but it doesn't mean that they always listen. We've had listings that, Matt, we've had listings that we've had to sell three to four times. Right. And, you know, we prep our clients for this, and it's you got to look at it for what it is, right? If it's, if, if it's the, the listing agent's fault where they can't close a deal, fine. But if you've got a hardcore listing agent, like, like an agent from the Desperado team that knows what they're doing, that prepares the sellers, that gets everything done, and there's items outside of control, like this one that we recently sold, the first buyer got cold feet. The, um, the second buyer came in, asked for repairs on the house, or seller dragged their feet, and they waited, 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 waited. The buyer left, got cold feet. The third one, the, she bought a car for her fiance, she co-signed for her fiance and, uh, and, and got denied her mortgage literally two weeks before closing. Fourth time was a charm on that one. In our seller, she was fantastic. She understood. We walked through everything with her. She, she understood exactly, um, you know, what happened there. But, but, Matt, that's the reality of it. So guess what? That house, instead of closing at a June time frame, would be all the way in fall. Wow. Right. So you, you got to prepare for all this stuff and, and you really got to know that there's so many steps between the process. And there's so many parties and so many hurdles to jump through. And I'm not in the studio right now, so I can't see Jack waving. Hey, let's go. Let's cut this segment. We got to go to commercial break. But 
I know we have to go to a commercial break. Um, so uh, good stuff. If, if we can be of help to you guys at all, use us, use our resources. If you look at, at our listings here in Rhode Island, Massachusetts area, for the past three years, we're selling homes at 100% of list price in between two to three times fewer days on market, which is unbelievable. Our system works. We are, um, you know, we're pit bulls. We're going to go out there and, well, we're friendly too. Our, 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 our symbol yeah. is the dove, right? We're friendly, yeah. empathetic, devoted to our clients, but we're pit bulls for our clients when we need to be. And the biggest, su- to, the, big, the biggest success comes from the preparation that you put in. So, you know, get, get well, started, getting started with the conversation, having that real talk with your team and then getting, getting qualified to, to buy the next house is, is all stuff yeah. that you can do without spending any money. You know, it's not going to cost you any money to talk to us about this stuff. And, you no. know, you can get started on some real small things that can make a big difference. There's no obligation either. You guys, you're, you're listening to us every single Sunday, and it kills me when I have people that listen to us every single Sunday, and then they say, you know what, I thought you were too busy, Emilio. Or I thought, no, look, we're assisting hundreds of families. We have systems set up. We are running like a well-fined machine. And we're going to help you out. We're going to make you feel like you are our only client. Give me a call, 401-217-2333, 401-217-2333. We're assisting families buy and sell in Massachusetts, Rhode Island, and Connecticut. And we can refer you out to top agents all across the country if you're relocating. Leverage our network. Take our advice in and, 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 you know, and see what we can do for you. No obligation. Again, 401-217-2333. we got to cut to a quick commercial break. We're going to be right back after these messages. This is the Desperado Team Real Estate Show. I'm Emilio Desperado. We'll be right back. This segment is brought to you by Matt Bates for Movement Mortgage, NMLS number 844154. Movement Mortgage supports equal housing opportunity, NMLS number 39179, nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio. Hey, thanks for joining us today. I'm Emilio Despirito, and this is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show. We're excited to be with you here every single week, running on five years now. This is the number one most listened to real estate radio show in southern New England. And there's a reason why we're killing it. We got some great guests on the show with us every single week. I'm excited because in the studio right now, we've got Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage alongside over there with Ted Tapuzis with Tapuzis and Associates. These are two heavy hitters in our local market. And uh, they're here with us often sharing some awesome real estate information. (laughs) Now, Matt, um, Matt Bates, as we're getting into a strong, strong purchase season, we are in an awesome purchase market right now, meaning there are a lot of buyers out there. Um, there's several different things that homeowners can do if they wish to stay in their home versus buy. And, uh, and, and, and one of those things is a, an FHA streamlined refinance. Yep. Um, and yep. we spoke about it before, but why don't you let us know who is perfect for this program, the FHA streamlined finance and why, why it would be great for them. Okay, so an FHA, all FHA customers, is FHA is a, is a really popular loan for first-time homebuyers, but not necessarily for first-time homebuyers that can be, have bought in houses before. Um, but they have to have uh, an FHA loan, and if they've been making their payment on time, 
Um, any any customer that ha any resident that has an interest rate that starts with a four or five, uh, yep. you should be calling whoever gave you the loan in the first place or me four zero one two six six four four one six because uh, they're an incredibly easy loan to get done. The process is not daunting. It's very 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 easy. It's streamlined. That's why they call it streamlined. Stream right? That's why they call it for a streamline. Yeah. Essentially, you have to have a, a, an acceptable credit score. You have to have you make your pay, your six mortgage months. payments payment your mortgage payments on time, um, and, and you have to be there make about six payments from your original purchase date. But like you could be there for a couple of years. Mm -hmm. But if you have an FHA loan and it's in the fours or the fives, you can get as you know with really great credit you can get as low as a three and a quarter three point three seven five. Wow. You can get uh you can get three and a half. You know th there's there's different different options for you. But depends could, on cash out too. Right? Cash right. out. It, it depends on um, now a cash out. You can't do a cash out no. with it. It's just a rate okay. and term mortgage. Um, you you can look at a rate a cash out refinance, and if there's a reason to do a cash mm. out, there's mm. that, that's a whole different loan loan uh, scenario. It's great rate and term. And great. It's still a great time because the rates are really good. Mm. Yep. So uh, well, it, well, let me go ahead. Let me ask you a question, Matt. Right. So all right. So a couple of things here. There's some industry jargon going on and our, I know our listeners are asking, so I'm going to ask you two different questions. Number one, though, most importantly with FHA, there is a mortgage insurance that buyers are paying on that product. Correct. If you are refinancing and doing an FHA streamlined refinance, are you still going to have to pay the mortgage insurance, even though you get a lower rate? Yes, you are. Um, and and that is going to be something that you're going to have to review with your loan officer. Um, be, again, I'd be happy okay. to go over that. You are going to have that, but the 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 real win and the real reason why is because it, it, when you when that customer bought the house, they had to produce yep. all these bank statements and pay stubs and and tax returns and W twos, and they had to you know get scrutinized about all their other debt that they have. With this loan, we don't care about any of that. We just want to make sure that you're you're an FHA customer and you've made your payment on time and you have a payment history and you have a payment history and and it's a reward for you because the market is really strong right now and the and the and the rates are really low to take advantage of a lower lower the interest. So if mm -hmm. I can't get rid of the mortgage insurance, but I can also but I can save you a couple hundred dollars in interest, why not? You know what I mean? Like it's it's a it's a really a no brainer. And for the for the for the loans that I'm doing right now, there's a great opportunity to do a no cost where we cover the closing costs for you and the in the attorney. Mm -hmm. And I know if you wow. re, if you return back to your attorney that you originally closed a loan with, you know I'm sure Ted's yep. office has a sure. you know can 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 catch a break on them because they're be really really easy. They're not yep. they're not invasive. They're no. not they're not labor intensive. It's just restructuring the loan and rewarding you for for good behavior. Pretty yeah, much for, yeah. for our side, it's you know. Yeah, title update, really. You right, know what I mean? exactly. Because if you've done it before, or if not, then you just do a, that's a simple process. Really yeah, is. exactly. <clears throat> so, and that, um, that makes a ton of sense. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and Matt, so, so when you're looking at someone that's thinking about refinancing, if they're, doing a, if they're currently an FHA borrower, because these are the only ones that are qualifying for this, I, I would imagine, right? Yeah, yeah. Conventional ha conventional has a, a, doesn't have a streamlined version. So if you have a no. conventional loan, you got to have to you have to reproduce all the documents, which it's still not that bad. It's not as bad as the purchase. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we can we you know depending on the equity position and the value of the house, we can avoid doing an appraisal. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of cool savings there wow. as well. 
But with specifically with the FHA, um, you know, it's it's just just a fantastic loan to, to to take advantage of. And you know, if you're if you care about your 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 monthly budget, if you care about your expenses, if you're concerned about it, and it's like something that you struggle with making, you know, maybe you've been making it, but it's just you wish you had. You know, it wasn't so big or, you know, you wish you could save a little bit more money a month. We can really, really help yep. you do that. It's yep. it's it's not it's not bad at all. No question. I mean, just that that reduction in the interest rate is going to potentially give you free up some space that you could even apply uh, some extra money towards the principal every month. Right. You know and, I mean? and one cool feature that my company just uh, announced is that a lot of questions that I get with customers that are inquiring about a refi to see if it makes sense or not is like, okay, I've been, I've had the house, I did a 30-year mortgage, I've had the house for five years, I only have 25 years left. Mm-hmm. If I do the refinance, do I have to go back to a 30-year and add another five years to my loan? The answer is no. I can do a 25-year mortgage. I can do a 27-year. I can do a 23-year. I don't have to add any more oh, really? years to that's, the to the to the loan. That's I can new. do it right out. Yeah, and not every lender does that. No. Um. It, it, so, which it, not every lender is prepared to do something like that. Right. But we've we've actually been able to do. We've actually been able to offer that as 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 of like the last. I don't know when it came out. I think it was in the last twelve months or so. Mm-hmm. So, um, you, you basically, what we just need is the, the the rates to cooperate, and they're very very cooperative right now. They've they've actually dropped right, Matt. Recently, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. that's what I heard. I heard which is. Wonderful news for you know the consumer. I yeah, mean, it's kicking off 2020 very well. It's good for the purchase market. So purchase, yeah. you know, clients can get qualified for more money because they have pay less yeah, in interest. Buy more house. Buy more house. But it's also the person that maybe you know wasn't in that in a cooperative market. Um, it back when they purchased it. But now it's the time to revisit that and take advantage of the deal that they wish they had when they actually bought it. And, and these mortgages, they're not forever mortgages. They're meant to refinance, to right. improve the payment, to get rid of mortgage insurance if it makes sense to do that. Let me ask you something. I mean, I, I don't know if it's really along the lines that you're, you know, the discussion that we have with the streamline, but uh, how many FHA loans can you have, can a borrower have at one time? Just one at one time on their primary residence. And then, and then once you, if you, if you get rid of the FHA mortgage and go into a conventional with no PMI, mm. you you reestablish your eligibility. So for another one, yeah, for another one, if you want to Got buy it. another one. Yeah. Um, so, but it, it's only one at one time. You can get another FHA if there's a if if you move out of a certain distance radius yeah, from wherever, and yeah. it's for work, and it and it and it's and it's like say if you move from. Uh, California to the to the East, East Coast, Coast, and you want it, and you need to, and you need to do another FHA loan. Mm-hmm. You, there's a small percentage of people that can qualify for a second Got one, it. but it's around some circum circumstances. But obviously, it's you know, it's it's always about education and preparation. Right. So it's about the conversation yeah. you have before you make that decision. So Matt, so one of the things that you do when people call in is you make sure that the program they're going to get into is going to be the right fit. So. You know, they may want to go FHA streamline, but I know you're also going to check what they would be paying under a conventional rate as well and see if there's options for them there, too. Um, I love the fact that you said, just to recap, with FHA streamline through Movement Mortgage, there is no closing cost. You're able to take care of that and also the attorney or, or limited closing costs in the attorney's fees as well are going to be um, lower when you reuse the attorney that you've probably used. Now, if you weren't happy with that attorney for some reason or whatever, we have a long list of really fantastic attorneys, Ted Tapuzas being one of them, uh, operating out of Warwick and in Florida, actually, as well. But more importantly, we can go ahead, Matt can look at all of that for you, 
Now, Matt's website, if you're curious to talk with him, is therimortgageguy.com, therimortgageguy.com, where you can feel free to give us a call on our, on our off-air number, 401-217-2333, and we'll go ahead and we'll connect you with, the, with, with Matt Bates or Ted DePuzis or anybody on our extended team of professionals that you need. Again, 401-217-2333. Awesome segment, Matt. Appreciate you being here on the show with us. And uh, Ted Tapuzis, thank you as well. Uh, Stay tuned, pleasure. guys. We're going to be right back. We've got Ted Tapuzis and hopefully Matt Bates staying in the studio. And we're going to be talking about uh, some legal matters in real estate that you're going to definitely want to pay attention to. We're going to be right back here on the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920, 1047 FM, and podcast on all your favorite channels. We'll be right back. Thank you. Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio. Hey, thanks for joining us today. I'm Emilio Despirito. This is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show. We're glad to have you here. We've got some great guests in the studio every single week. We're talking about real estate, buying, selling, holding, investing, legal matters. Whatever it is that's involved with real estate, we're going to talk about it here. And in the studio with us, we've got two special guests. We've got Ted Tapuzis with Tapuzis and Associates alongside with John LaPointe with LaPointe Insurance. And if you don't know these fellows, they've got a lot to share. We've got a lot of great content to cover. So thanks for being in the studio with us, gentlemen. Thanks, Emilio. Yeah, thanks Appreciate for having it. us. Yeah, thanks for having us. You're very welcome. So, uh, so Ted, I've got I've got some questions for you, and uh, and I'm sure John, you can definitely throw some some flavor on this stuff as well. And I want to talk about buyers beware. Okay. Okay. That when you're purchasing a property, okay, there are certain legal ramifications when buying or selling. There's certain things that could come up, but there's also some little stipulations and little things here and there, discrepancies that can come up in a transaction. And Ted. You and I are dealing with one right now, and it has to do with new construction yep. and how builders measure the approximate square footage. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just, so, yeah. So, I was just, just came wondering up. if, if yeah. uh, <clears throat> go ahead. Very interesting. Um, and, you know, something that uh, I think you, uh, you actually enlightened me on um, because, uh, you know, the, the builder has a certain number um, in square footage that, that they believe they're. Uh, their property, you know, encompasses, and and uh, you know, I would imagine they uh, they have a, a way to measure that, and and the the town comes up with their own um, uh, estimate of what the uh, the measurements are, and then um, you know, there's this, you know, the the uh, the mortgage company that that'll send out their appraiser that might come out with uh, with a number, and uh, it's all about uh, kind of you know meeting of the minds, so to speak. And, yeah. Um, yeah, we just had this happen uh, yesterday. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. So it's like, all right, so you have you have this discrepancy. You have this square footage, right? So here's how it works. And I want our listeners to know this, you know, because this is actually, this, this is actually, um, it doesn't come up every day. But when you're purchasing new construction and when you see the square footage on the new construction, that square footage is actually measured by the exterior of the property. So the exterior walls in. And if you were to go inside, so it's the gross square footage, right? 
And you may say, whatever, what's the big deal? It's a big deal. When you're talking about, you know, four or 5,000 square foot home, you could be looking at two, three, four, 500 square feet mm, less. A lot of value. Yeah. The, yeah, depending, because think about it. You've got walls, and, and sometimes you have, you know, uh, you know, you've got walls there that are six inches, right, two by six mm-hmm. construction. And, you, and so you've got to account for all that space around, and you could be losing a lot of square footage. Mm-hmm. But it's just the way builders have always measured homes. So, okay. again, when you're buying new construction, that 2,200 square foot new construction could actually be 1,800, 1,850 square feet on the inside. You're going to have mixed results depending on who's measuring it. Mm-hmm. And you also... Right. Oh, sorry, yep. Emilio. Sure. Um, I was just going to say, you know, and you also don't um, in- include the basement, right? Um, you don't include, um, you know, the garage space. I was just going to ask that, yeah, Ted, yeah. you know. Uh, so yeah. the builder may be including the garage, an unfinished space, no. as part of the square footage? No. No, no, no. No, they so wouldn't. They're, they're only, so, only so the no, livable area? That. That's a good question. They're just including the finished square footage okay. uh, areas from the walls out. Yeah. So they're not including basement. Even if the basement is finished, finished. they'll put that in a different area. Okay. And, and again, it's just the way that, that builders have always done it. So again, buyers beware. Be careful of that. It's not going to help you any difference with the price because oftentimes, as we know, with new construction, the price is pretty much the price, especially when you're in a subdivision and stuff is selling. Now, it doesn't mean that we haven't negotiated down lower prices on some higher end luxury listings. You know, recently we, we, we've been able to do so in the tune of between five to 10 percent. So that doesn't mean that. But in, a, in an ordinary type of subdivision between three, four, five hundred thousand dollars, you're looking at. Uh, a realtor negotiating maybe better terms for you, appliance credits in addition to, um, you know, closing costs by the seller, things mm-hmm. like that. As long as that list price looks like it does not move so that they can continue to sell homes at or above that price, the builder is usually happy. So you're going to want to talk with your realtor about that. But, Ted, yeah. I wanted to ask you, when somebody closes on a home yep. and it's new construction, yeah. How long does that builder have to warranty that house for, and how does that work? Well, I think it's it depends by statute. <clears throat> um, a single, you know, a single family home um, is going to be coming up um, with a one year warranty, limited warranty, and a condo is typically a two year limited warranty. Um, wow. You know, so that's <clears throat> that's by statute. You know, I did want to also mention one other thing in the in the conversation about buyer beware, um, and that's uh, punch list items. Every time you have a uh, a new construction, um, you've got uh, certain items that that you know need that your the buyer will walk do their walkthrough or the inspection will will come up with items that uh, that maybe weren't finished uh, you know completely or that you're, you you know there was a rush to get to the finish line and uh, sure. and these punch list items are usually items that might be inspected you know midstream in the closing or or at the walkthrough the final walkthrough but i have noticed um, on a few agreements um, that uh, uh, purchase agreements that, uh, that that the seller will not agree to escrow. So I know we're getting close to the uh, uh, the end of this uh, the time on this segment. Maybe we can continue in the next. But uh, but that's um, something to be aware of. Yeah, no, that's uh, that's fine. We're actually going to be talking about some insurance things in the next segment. But yeah, if you guys have any questions at all, you can reach us anytime. We'll connect you with Ted Tapuzis if you need legal advice. Four zero one. 
800-242-2333. Its head's office is located right on Jefferson Boulevard, right in the center of the state in Warwick. Easily accessible and uh, always happy to help. Wonderful segment, Ted. Thanks thank you very much. Okay. Stay tuned. We're going to be right back with uh, John LaPointe with LaPointe Insurance and Ted DePuzis here on the Desperado Team Real Estate Show. We'll be right back. Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio. Hey, good morning. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Emilio Despirito, and this is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show, your show about buying, selling, and holding real estate here in Rhode Island and throughout the country. Uh, in the studio today, we've got some special guests. We've got John LaPointe with LaPointe Insurance as well as Ted Tapuzis with Tapuzis and Associates. And, uh, John, I know you wanted to talk today about what a home warranty is and how does it differ from home insurance. Fantastic subject. I don't think we covered that before. Thank you. Yeah, you know, this kind of was spurred by um, just the amount of questions that I've gotten in the last few months from clients asking me about things that uh, they were wondering if they could file an insurance claim for certain things that happened around their house and my answer has been no. <laughs> uh, and the, the reason being is that what they're really talking about is is coverage that would fall under a home warranty and not homeowner's insurance. So obviously warranty and insurance are words that kind of encompass the same idea of protection for people who purchase them. But when it comes to homeowners, uh, they're very different. So, you know, when you're talking about homeowner's insurance, homeowner's insurance pays for damage and loss caused by uh, for outside, exactly. Mm -hmm. Outside forces like fire or weather mm -hmm. or vandalism. Now, when you're talking about a home warranty, you're talking about coverage for things that are the almost like expected yeah. to happen, yeah. right? Wear and, and so, tear. Exactly. Yeah. Wear and tear. And so my um, company line that I give to every client when they're purchasing homeowner's insurance is this isn't a maintenance policy, okay? This is a policy for things that are damaged. Um, when it comes to a warranty... In many ways, it kind of is a maintenance policy. Mm -hmm. So I've gotten questions from clients saying, hey, you know, um, my my water heater looks like it's on the fritz. It's going to break down. Can I file a claim for that? Or, hey, you know, I'm, I'm having some plumbing issues and it, it looks like I'm going to need to replace the pipes in my home. Mm -hmm. um, it, does mm -hmm. my home insurance cover that? And my answer is, um, you know, hey, it sounds crazy, but if your water tank or pipe burst and caused a bunch of water damage your yeah. home insurance policy would come in and actually pay for it. But until that point, your home insurance isn't going to cover that. It's, yeah. it's your responsibility to take care of the things around your house. So always I encourage clients to look into a home warranty, um, you know, especially if when they're going through the inspection process of purchasing wow. a new home, they're concerned about the main systems of a home, um, some of the, you know, bones of the house um, getting old and potentially breaking down because home warranty plans can include coverage for appliances like washers, dryers, your hot water heater, central air conditioning systems. Yep, yep. Um, sure. It's it's a great concept. And for, you know, it's not a lot of money, though, less than a hundred dollars a month. Usually. Yeah, you, I mean, la much less, I think even, even, even like less. six to 700. To yeah. right? You've seen that Amelia, right? And so for, it, for, for 13 months, even with one of them, John, and they wow. cover, they cover a slew of stuff. Yeah, they yeah. do. They do. 
Yeah, I've seen I've seen that uh, where it's like an incentive that the seller might offer to a buyer. Sure. You know, hey, we'll we'll throw in a home warranty. You see that kind of thing. But you're right. Yeah, that's probably something you yeah. probably see all the time. Always, uh, I'm always getting questions always getting from questions. people about stuff that yeah. it's really it's normal wear and tear. You know, mm. and I know it's a tough conversation for somebody who's a new home buyer mm -hmm. because yeah. they're looking at it saying, I just bought this place and oh, what a bummer it is that this is breaking this right and I away. have to replace yeah. this and it's a big money you know, item yeah. that they have to fix. Right. And they're saying, yeah. when somebody's told them, you know, somebody in their family or the neighbor or something's like, oh. why don't you call your insurance company and see if they can file a claim for it? And, and yeah. inevitably my answer is, you know, hey, if, if Not, this is something that's either pre-existing or wear and tear over time, it's just really not what insurance is intended to cover. Now, right. if that was damaged in a fire or by weather, of course, right, you know, right, right, but right. until that point, um, yeah. it's, it's your responsibility as a homeowner to maintain your home. You mm -hmm. know? That's exactly yeah. right. So when people buy appliances, for example, they, they you know, lots of times are offered um, the extended warranty. Sure, you know? manufacturer's so warranty. They get the manufacturer stuff. plus, you know, potentially the retailer's extended warranty. Absolutely. And uh, that would f be analogous to this home warranty that you'd uh, you, know, you could purchase um, at the time that you you close. You know, so um, either the buyer can buy their own, or the uh, the seller can, you know, make an enticement to the uh, the buyer to purchase their property by offering it, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, because the home warranty is, it's really like a service contract and it will provide for repair or replacement of, you know, home systems that um, could be falling apart just to normal wear and tear. Mm. And I think it's a great option for people who are getting into a home and they even have a question in the back of their mind that something might be, you know, on the fritz or there's potential in that first year that something's going to go wrong or even first 13 months like you said mm -hmm. emilio some of the products out there sound like they're pretty comprehensive yeah, these are these are used homes right yeah, yeah so, exactly yeah. it's like when you're most buying homes a, are used homes yeah. right exactly you yeah. know you're buying a used car right you, you realize that there, you know you don't have the same service contract that you do with the dealer and you know there's a chance that you're going to be fixing things it's the same thing with the home right um and you know, I think it would alleviate a lot of headaches for me on the insurance end if more of our clients purchased home warranties going into mm -hmm. it because um, it's just sometimes an awkward conversation to have on our yeah. end to tell yeah. somebody the Sorry. first, the yeah, exactly. The first question they have about a potential insurance claim, they're new homeowners, they're, you know, excited about it, but something went wrong and they're reaching out to me and I got to tell them, it's just not going to be yeah. covered. You know, it's, Can't it's help not you. exactly, yeah. you know, so I wish I could. Exactly. <laughs> right. That's usually what I'm telling them is like, yeah. I wish I could, but it's just not what insurance is intended. No. You're going to get denied. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So a, quick, a, a quick fact as well for home buyers. And if you hear all those sirens in the background, that's my son. I'm actually recording <laughs> from home and uh, remotely and it is loud over here. So I'm sorry, but um, hear it. <laughs> listen, home buyers can actually wrap a home warranty up in addition to also insurance costs from their escrow payments in closing costs. So if you don't know about that, that's a great conversation to have with either John LaPointe or myself. And you can go ahead and Google LaPointe Insurance to see all of their contact info. Make sure to ask for John. Tell him you heard it here. Or you can go ahead and call us at 401 217 uh, two three 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 again four zero one two one seven two three three three. Awesome job, John and Ted. Appreciate you guys very much. Thanks for having yeah, us. Yeah, thanks, thanks Emilio. You're very welcome. Great.
All right, cool. So we're going to jump in the line with us. We've got Jennifer Jaber with riblogger.com. She's talking about the top events here in Rhode Island. Jen, welcome to the Desperado Team Real Estate Show. Thanks for having me. Um, we have some exciting things coming up. Friday, February 7th is the 14th annual Musquamacit Aloha Luau at the Venice Ballroom in Westerly. It's a great event because it supports the summer activities that they hold all summer long, um, including movies, car shows, music, and more. Um, it'll feature yeah. food from over 12 local restaurants, a pig roast, dancing, um, silent auction, and it's $20 in advance and 25 at the door. So getting your tickets in advance, you can save 5 bucks. Valentine's for Veterans at Coventry, um, Rhode Island Department of Parks and Recs is from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. It's a great opportunity. Um, it's Saturday, February 8th, to join at the community center to design and write Valentine's cards for a veteran. Um, and cards will be sent out to veterans as well as service members. And kids can also create a happy heart to take home for a family member or a loved one. And Saturday, February 8th, is Winterfest to support the Izzy Foundation at Skyline in Providence. Um, it's a fun adults-only evening with casino tables, food, wine, whiskey tasting, raffles, and much more. Um, and it's a national nonprofit located in Providence. Mission is to design fun um, and inspiring creative projects for families whose children have cancer or other life-altering conditions. So live, love, laugh, and play is their motto. So it's a great um, opportunity to support a really great foundation. It's a beautiful cause. I love the different causes you represent and, and, and push out there on riblogger.com. Jen, thank you so much. And if our listeners want to check out further uh, information on anything else, then go to riblogger.com, see all of the best events happening here in Rhode Island. Thanks for being here with us, Jen. Awesome show today. I'd like to thank Jack, our producer, for doing a heck of a job. Jade, behind the scenes on our marketing team, doing a wonderful job as well. Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage. Ted Tapuzis with Tapuzis and Associates, John LaPointe with LaPointe uh, Insurance, and again, Jennifer Jaber with rblogger.com. Most importantly, you, our listeners, for being here with us every single week. Thank you very much. Join us on our show next week, and don't forget to like our Facebook page and engage with us there at facebook.com backslash Despirito Team. I'm going to go back to my family. You guys enjoy your Sunday. God bless you. Thank you so much. Take care.